You're listening to The Hungry Soul with Rachel Foy, covering all topics from spirituality, mindset work, beliefs, relationships, food, body image, business, money, self-expression, and more, helping you become a soul-fed woman. Hi, gorgeous, and welcome to episode 39 of The Hungry Soul podcast with myself, Rachel Foy. Now let me ask you a question, have you ever met anybody who you feel like you've known for ages or even lifetimes? Or maybe someone that when you have a conversation with it's like time just completely disappears and before you know it you're an hour into the conversation and it feels like just two minutes. Well this is the next guest that I'm talking about. So this is the lovely Annika Frey who I came across online probably 18 months ago, maybe two years. We're in quite a few similar business circles. We've had the pleasure of finally meeting one another in London a little while ago at the Gabby Bernstein event. And I asked Annika on the show to talk about, well, the work that she does, first of all, as the light maiden, but also for her to explore and and just have a conversation with us about her journey into the world of becoming a soul-fed woman. So this is a wonderful interview. You are going to get so much juicy information, practical kind of tips, suggestions, questions and advice and you can't help but just have this automatic connection with Annika like she really lives up to her name of being the light maiden so without further ado this is the lovely Annika Frey on the Hungry Soul podcast enjoy so she's here Annika good afternoon Hi. How I'm are so you doing? Excited to be here. Yay! <laughs> so fresh. We were just we were just saying she's had a little rest this afternoon, haven't you? You were feeling a bit sleepy, refreshing yourself for our conversation, which is wonderful. So for those of you that don't know who you are, and you appeared on my podcast quite a while ago now, um, but do you want to give your 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 introduction and let everybody know what you are doing in this wonderful world of ours? Of course. So um, I'm Annika. I live in East Cork now, so that's in, in the southwest of Ireland. Um, I live there with my husband and my two little sons, and we're expecting a little girl in December. So I'm 23 weeks pregnant at the moment. <laughs> and um, our main goal is to just have awesome days together and spend this very little precious time that you have when, when your children are small. Um, as much together as we can as family while not losing ourselves in just being parents and so while my husband writes and is a fantasy author uh, he writes German fantasy um, I do my soul work which lights me up and brings me complete joy um, by helping others supporting others to hearing their soul and their calling um, through very different tools. Like I go into the Akashic Records, I do readings with them, but I coach them as well. So I channel my my mediumship and my coaching experience and blend them together. And um, through that, I, um, I support and help others to live their soul-led life. And I that has brought me the freedom to go on to my soul-led adventures, um, which I do and I share them as the light maiden so that's the 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 name i work under and um you can see me i dance i sing i um, make doodles um (laughs) i do whatever my heart calls me to and whatever my soul is craving and share that with the world and 
um, it's a beautiful process and I see more and more people um, taking that as inspiration and I see how my work changes the lives of others which is like so rewarding it's so incredible and um, yeah so that's me <laughs> that's you that's you in a little nutshell exactly. loads of kind of um well I suppose sort of similarities and I know that when I asked you onto the show, you were like, yeah, definitely. Cause obviously we're talking about being soul fed and what it means to, you know, have a hungry soul. And you know, what does that mean for you as, as a woman doing the work that you do? So what does it mean for you, Annika, to be a soul fed woman? Me to be a soul fed, which is very close to soul led, right? Yeah. Fed. <laughs> for me to be soul fed means to answer every single call to answer every single nudge, every single desire. I always say that your soul communicates to you through the desires you have, through the ideas mm -hmm. you have, through the, um, through the inspiration that comes in, in spirit, right? Yeah. Uh, and so for me, being soul-fed means that I can drop everything when I'm hungry and just go and eat. Soul-fed for you, uh, for, for, for me, that I go and go sleep. Like I said before we hopped on to the podcast, I was like, you know, I just needed a nap before we hopped on because I felt very tired and I wanted to be fresh and here and present and ready. Yeah. And that's what it means, right? When you're so fed, you're present and ready in every single moment to deal with whatever is going on in your life in that moment. Absolutely. So a lot of kind of... Um, self-awareness and, and and really being in touch and being in tune with who we are on like a soul level that that's kind of your your definition of that isn't it exactly yes yeah, so it, it starts with the bodily needs and like rest and food and like you know enough water and stuff like that um and the self-care and then it goes into the whole like what do i really want to do with my life what do mm -hmm. i desire today and what do I desire next year? And how can I plant the seeds today for next year? Absolutely. And, yeah. So, so I'm levels. <laughs> yeah, and no, definitely kind of that upgrade of, of becoming, certainly from, from my personal experience, it is a journey as it is for you. And I think a few of, a few of the guests on the show have said the same. You know, when we are evolving more kind of spiritually, and that's what we're teaching our, our, our community as well, that work never really stops. So... I'm guessing for you that this has been a journey up until this point. So have there ever been times in your life previously when you have had a hungry soul and you haven't been a soul fed woman? Oh, so much. So many of them. Like when I say, when somebody asked me, like, when was the point that it clicked? I'm like, you know, that could be tomorrow again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you. Love your honesty because it's like really like there are so many different situations where it clicked a little bit more into place and i understood a little like another piece of the puzzle basically mm -hmm. but there were like one is very present with me right now when i um i just had our second boy so it's about two and a half years ago and <laughs> and i got so mad because somebody drove over my ice cream that I bought on the market. <laughs> <laughs> I got so mad and that was quite 
like far into my spiritual journey already and i wouldn't have thought that something so small could make me so mad you know but i had left the ice cream in the car park because two kids and and the bag was too much to handle and somebody drove over it like somebody kicked it to the side and somebody else drove over it and it, it like it made me mad and i out of my mouth came i need this to stay sane <laughs> the ice cream <laughs> the ice cream exactly and then I thought something is not right if this makes me so mad if this brings me so out of balance and if I need my chocolate my ice cream my sugar like pushes so much I'm I'm neglecting myself completely yeah and something isn't right and so I went and I went and I started meditating again because I did it before and I didn't when when the newborn was there I didn't take the time for that and so I went and, and went into meditation again every single day, 20 minutes, non-negotiable. It was non-negotiable to go into meditation. And from there on, it evolved quite quickly. And since then, it's just my meditation time or my, my time where I connect to myself and my needs is non-negotiable. Absolutely. Oh, but that was the point that just popped into my head I'm like oh yeah that was definitely <laughs> it wasn't so fat <laughs> the, the ice cream do you know what I really like about your answer there and it's kind of being really honest and that vulnerable side of you are a soul teacher like you do soul work you are compared to many of your clients you are already in that place of being more spiritually evolved perhaps than what they are at the moment but as you've just rightly said it's not like you're ever going to get to that finish line where it's just finished and it's ended and that's it journey completes and this is part of this conversation that i think we need to have more often is the more that we become connected to our soul and, and actually realize what our soul hungers are and how do we become more soul fed it doesn't actually matter where you are on your journey there's always going to be time where you need to expand and evolve and surrender and grow and listen um, so i love the fact that you said that because i think more people need to be aware of the fact that the journey never finishes and it doesn't matter where you are sometimes your ice cream gets run over and it's like ah <laughs> and it is like compared to a shower compare like i compare meditation to a shower that you can't just like do one and it's all done and you never smell again, you know? And it's the same thing. It's the same thing with surrendering. It's the mm -hmm. same thing with really going, it, like evaluating where you are and thinking like, okay, who am I and what do I want? Like every time we up level, there is this stage of, of like everything is moving and transforming and we're like, oh gosh, I don't even know who I am. Yeah. And then it's time to look again and again and again. And I think, I, I deeply, deeply believe that it never stops. Like, I will die whenever that is. I'm not calling it in. <laughs> I will die and will still be in these cycles. Yes. And you see this with people who stop. They could might as well be dead, you know. Mm. It's like whoever stops craving more new experiences whoever stops growing and evolving those are the i don't know 25 35 55 year old people who sit and you see in their eyes that there is nothing there mm. and i to myself i vowed that i will never be a person whose eyes are dead absolutely 
So, so based on that, that comment then about obviously not allowing yourself to get to that place and I can, I'm, we're on the same page. That's one of my things too. It's like, I want to keep learning and expanding and just becoming more aware and everything else to do with that. But what have you learned yourself about the importance of actually listening to your soul? Because it sounds like you've had times in your past when you haven't, when maybe you did switch off slightly and then you rewoke. So what have you learned? Like, why is it important for you now to actually listen to yourself on a soul level? Because it brings me into flow. Life can be so easy. And I, um, I want to quote one of my clients here who I spoke to just a couple of days ago. Um, she's a mother of three. She has separated two years ago. And for the first time in like for 20 years, she has dreamt about going back to France. And for the first time in the last two years, she has taken a time out and she has just come back from her trip to France. She went to France for a week by herself, visiting old friends that she met there 20 years ago. And she came back so full and she was like, oh my God, Annika, can life be this good all the time? And I said to her, yes. Yes. And you know I, what? I get annoyed if it isn't. If I get out of alignment, I had that experience like just recently, really. Like in the last month, I have been popping back into alignment 10 days ago or something like that. And we had a day where nothing went right. And I'm like, what is wrong? <laughs> what is going on here? Because my life has been incredible since I have been surrendering to my soul's desires. And actually, whenever that urge comes to do something, like I'm, I'm going to, to a workshop in like 10 days time in London, where I will meet Rachel, which is Yay! really, really exciting. We will meet in person and can hug then for the first time. But that was clear. I saw that workshop like pop up in my newsfeed and I was like, I, I will be there. This is like, this is such an urge in my heart. I need to be in London that weekend. I don't know if it is the workshop or the people I meet there or whatever it is, but I need to be there. Mm. And I trust these. And I also trust that the, the financial side will regulate itself. Like the money for it will come in no matter what, because it's an urge for my soul. And the universe doesn't give you anything that you can't fulfill. Absolutely. It sounds like you've also become very comfortable at just listening, not, not actually listening, but trusting what you hear. And a few of my recent guests on the show have, have said like, actually just leaning into that self-trust and just believing like with everything that you have, that that is what you're supposed to be doing and kind of taking your head out of the equation. That sounds like it's something you've become really good at doing. Honestly, Rachel, I had proof. I had proof over the last two years, I have been bombarded with miracle after miracle, synchronicities, the right choices, the right things to do and to say, and they don't make sense on the moment. Yeah. They don't, but when you look back, they all make sense. It's like, for me, one of those urges was that I need to go to Bali. I need to be on Bali for my 30th birthday. And we planned everything for it, but my business wouldn't take off. And so the money wasn't there to fly actually. But then my mom wrote me 
out of the blue. Like I didn't, I was, I put up a boundary, a really big one when I was pregnant with my first. So five years ago, and we didn't talk for three and a half years. Mm. But then after the ice cream incident, when I started meditating, one day in meditation, in deep meditation, I, a thought came up floating saying like, tell your mom that you will be in Germany and if she wants to see her grandchildren. And I did, and it was hard. It was like, I, actually, I don't want to, but yes, I, I trust that this is the right thing to do. Yeah. And I did. And so over one and a half years, we mended our relationship. It brought a lot of healing. It brought a lot of um, words that needed to be spoken. I haven't seen her alone yet. I reached to her out to her the last time I was in Germany, but she was on holidays. But I'm ready to see her even alone and see who she is and who I am in this moment without mm -hmm. all the crap that we carried along on our yeah. life, you know? Um, but the thing is, to my 30th birthday, she sent me money that she had saved up for 10 years wow so she sent me enough money for us to fly over to bali and stay there for a month wow you never know you never know what those like those little teeny tiny actions end up with mm. but wouldn't it have been for me listening to the to the whole like reach out to your mom and let her see her grandchildren and yeah. like work on that relationship and like this needs healing mm -hmm. this whole trip wouldn't like it wouldn't have happened and again sort of demonstrating that that point there that actually your head was resisting it as in no i don't want to i don't want to do this <laughs> exactly too much pain too much discomfort but there was that part of your soul that was kind of just giving you that that permission to just surrender like it, it is the right thing to do and you might not understand this right now but just lean into it and see what happens um very yeah. very firmly yeah it was like no this is needed <laughs> okay <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, it's so interesting actually the more people that i speak to and as you know as i still continue on my my own spiritual journey and and really try and understand what it what it really takes to become completely soul fed as a woman. I'm noticing that too. You know, sometimes I can have these desires or, or um, I, not ideas as such. I kind of say ideas from a soul perspective, not from a head perspective. But these cravings, let's say, and my head's going, "What the hell? Like that doesn't make any sense." It doesn't make like anything. Have, exactly. But like I have this knowing or just this kind of this urge of if I don't do this, it's going to somehow not be the right path for me. Um, and that's, I'm still not fully there yet. You know, I still get that confliction between my head's going, no, don't be silly. And my soul's going, no, this is what you need. And it's trying to find that balance, isn't it? Cause it's all about boundaries as well. And kind of expressing ourselves and speaking our truth. So you can say to your soul, no, you like we as human beings have this beautiful thing called a uh, free will <laughs> so Absolutely. we're always it's always up to us if we want to walk that path or not mm. and um, i i call the whole process basically surrender into action it's like surrender to the guidance that you get and then get into action as fast as you can 
and yeah. that makes for me all the difference like i we have filled our lives now i don't know like i said it the other day to a friend i'm like i'm living in a year of what others don't do in five and i love it it's just incredible and um it's hard and it's easy <laughs> and it's flowy and it's rewarding and sometimes it means rice for three days because yeah. I'm trusting that the next payment will come in and sometimes it means living like oh my god like can life be any more amazing you know as you're as you're kind of talking a question just kind of appears from yeah. nowhere and I'm intrigued, you might not have an answer for this, but I'm intrigued to ask you, why do you think that sometimes as, I want to say as women, not to just kind of say this as like, you know, this is everybody, but generally speaking, why do you think women do have such a hard time of actually listening to ourselves and trusting ourselves and, and acknowledging those little inner voices? Because I know that I've struggled with this in the past, as, as have you. So why do you think we sometimes find it so challenging to just actually surrender and to just believe everything that we're being pulled towards? Why do we make it more difficult for ourselves? Because we are raised in a society... Oh, I need a sip of water. Just give me a second. <laughs> That's okay. Voice <laughs> <clears throat> going. Okay, so we are raised in a society where we are raised to be prettier versions of men. And that means pressing down our feminine, our divine feminine side. And as women, our divine feminine side is, makes even more of our, of our like, whole yeah. than with men. Like, we all have that balance, kind of, the, the divine masculine and the divine feminine. But for us women, it's even more important to live that divine feminine out. And we are raised to press that side down to function in the world we have right now. Mm. Now, the beauty of it is, is that the divine feminine is on the rise. And when I say on the rise, it doesn't mean that it wants to take over the masculine or that woman will take over the world. It means that in every single one of us human beings, we get, get reminded that there is a gentler way of doing things mm -hmm. and so the masculine might be up here right now but the feminine is rising to meet it at the perfect balance and that our intuition is something I, I don't think there is something more feminine than that yeah i agreed and if men and women listen to uh, learn to listen to that intuition Oh my God, can you imagine how amazing our world could be? I'm like, it just blows my mind thinking about this, you know, but this is the question, the, the, the answer to your question. This is why it's such, we are having such a hard time. Us as women, we need to learn how to be a woman, not a prettier version of a man. Yeah, absolutely. It's, um, it's, it's interesting you said that. I've been really pulled into more... Um, I suppose work around the divine feminine this year because I realized for myself at the end of last year when I had this massive wobble in my business I didn't know who I was I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing that actually my divine feminine had completely gone out of the room <laughs> and that was when we spoke right it was it probably just yeah. a little bit before 
was yeah, like, yeah. around that time. Around that when- time, yeah. yeah. Things yeah. are kind of beginning to tip. And that, that whole kind of the conversation now around divine feminine, I can so kind of appreciate that now. And actually also in relation to a lot of my clients, you know, as you said, when we, as women, we end up stepping too far into the masculine and that can really serve us though, can't it? Cause it helps us with structure and, you know, kind of being very focused. Oh, and disciplined. You definitely get things done. And like, yeah. I love it when I'm in my masculine energy, when, yeah. when I have like a couple of hours or even a day and I get so much done. <laughs> but then I need, I need the counterpart. I need oh. the resting and the yes. being and the reading books with my children or going out into nature and just soak that up absolutely well you've just actually answered one of my next questions i'm curious how you feed your soul nowadays you've already given us a few ideas so how does annika actually feed her soul on a soul level for the for the divine feminine what are the things that really that light you up what do you need i as introvert as i am and you might not think this, but I, I like spending time on my own, <laughs> sitting at home. But I love spending time in community and like connecting people. And like, I love connecting. I love bringing people together. I, I love um, being the one who says like, oh, look there, like speak with this person and stuff like that. So that definitely feeds me. I'm a big creative head. I, I just like, whenever I can let out my creativity, it might be in one of my programs. It might be just me sitting down. And um, like two weeks ago, I had a session with, with the light falling into, um, into my window. And then I incorporated the shadows into my doodles. Um, and that just made my soul sing. It was like, I'm, I was so happy. <laughs> and... Um, Another thing that expands my soul definitely that lets me grow every single time and that I need to make part of my regular life or that I have made part of my regular life now is traveling. Mm. Like this trip to London is not only important because I need to be there. It's also important because it's part of like what my soul really craves like that leaving safe home leaving my safe comfort zone and go out and experience new things and it's it's one of the things that feeds my soul so much and and um it helps me to be a better mom as well like just Mm -hmm. going away for a couple of days and not having to worry about anybody else than myself and really be able to do 24 seven, whatever I need in that moment without having to look after my little one's needs, like in between is, was such a game changer for me. Uh, I mean, I started, when did I start? I started last year in May, I started with a London trip and then i went to alicante and like there like and my trips got longer and longer and then i flew out to toronto in february for for a week and so yeah and that is so important for me so important and i have i'm in the lucky position that my partner backs me up completely Mm -hmm. like i couldn't live this life and i have to say this because many many women don't have that support from a partner yeah 
I'm in this position because I have this partner who who supports me whatever I need. Like he learned to trust my intuition and like me knowing what I need as much as yeah. I did learn it. Yeah. And by now, whatever I say, it's like I I need to do this. And he's like, Yeah, I know. You go. I've got this here. You know? Amazing. Or when we were on the Philippines, like after Bali, we went for, we wanted to, to stay there for two and a half months on the Philippines. And after five days, I get this itch and I said, like, we can't stay here. It's like, let's do what we came here to do. Like, let's see the things we want to see and then let's get out of here. Like, this is not serving us as a family or me. And like, I'm craving pizza and pasta and there's no cheese here on the Philippines. <laughs> I can't stay here. <laughs> And so two days later, we flew back to Italy and I got my pizza and pasta. And the crazy, crazy thing around that was that eight hours after we left the Philippines, the president of the Philippines uh, declared martial law for the, the island that was closest to our teeny tiny island where we were on. Yeah. Like a week beforehand, Dennis was actually on that island where martial law was declared uh, to get me better internet. Uh, so that was like, wow. Again, <laughs> like, and I got miracles left, left and right. <laughs> listening, listen, I, think, I think the undertone of this conversation is listen to your intuition, allow your soul to guide you. Um, question, final question actually, and this is something that I ask everybody, or I'm starting to ask everybody more out of curiosity because sometimes hindsight can be a powerful thing as this saying goes and sometimes it's just you know it is what it is but if you think about one of those times in your past when you were not soul fed you were you had a hungry soul um you were very disconnected to where you are right now if you could go back in time and give your younger self some kind of advice what would it be that she needs to trust in the divine timing of her soul's growth. Oh, it's beautiful. Trust. Trust that you will meet the right people at the right time. You will get the information that you need at the right time. Mm. You will feel the right desires at the right time. And then trust all of this. And trust that there's a bigger picture that you have no clue about. Mm. So really get your hands out of the how. <laughs> Surrender to that bigger, whatever it is to you. I don't like, you know, if you call it universe or God or spirit or the divine or a source, whatever you call it, I don't care. But trust that it is there. And if you surrender into that and trust your inner guidance, you get to places in your life you will have never imagined before oh, absolutely wonderful that's such a powerful message trust i think trust it is it's a word that that keeps coming up in these conversations i have to say so many people are saying you know you just got to trust and maybe we need to do an actual episode on well how do you start to trust because that is actually a conversation in its own right so 
before we finish because we're actually coming to the end already that's gone so quick wow <laughs> i know just oh, time time's running away um do you want to give us um your website annika so where can we find you your links will be underneath this podcast for anybody that's watching through the website for anyone that's listening on itunes um where can we find you on the world wide web beautiful you can find me at lightmaiden.com and there's everything there you can find my facebook on that website as well i have my own interview series that i did like last year uh, with beautiful beautiful souls on it like sharing really juicy wisdom um, i have free webinars i don't i think six or seven of them by now and a free um a, a free little course around the that that really really important question who am i like when we shift and when we wiggle and we go like oh i don't like the things i i used to like but what do i like now right who am i <laughs> right um and i call i had a beautiful download last year in december um and i call this the four maidens so there's a little course a free course where you can go through and um get to know yourself better because I think all the answers you need are in yourself. They're nowhere outside. Like don't, don't try to look outside of yourself. Absolutely. Could not agree more with you on the end of that, that answer there. Beautifully said. So thank you so much for spending the last half an hour with us. I might have you back on the show. I think there's a few more topics there that we can expand upon if that yes, sounds interesting. <laughs> I love podcast interviews. I just think like they're, they're always different and I'm, my soul craves variety. I can't do the same thing over and over again. And so this is perfect. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. You and I are on the same page. And yes, in 10 days, we get to hug each other in real life. Yeah. Oh, so exciting. Listen, I'll let you get off. But thank you very much for being a guest today on The Hungry Soul. And we'll be catching up very soon. Thank you very yes. much. Thanks for having Bye. me. Bye. So there you go, gorgeous. Another episode brought to you by The Hungry Soul. Now, if that conversation has got you a little bit curious about your own journey right now and how perhaps you can start helping yourself to become more self-fed, but maybe you've got no idea where to start or what that might even mean for you, don't panic. We've got some fabulous gifts for you that are all completely free. All you need to do is head over to soulfedwoman.com forward slash free dash resources. And over there, there's workshops, handouts, meditations, and loads of other goodies. So go and grab as many of them as you want to. Can't wait to speak to you soon. Bye.